There is no Godcast. The official podcast of Northern Indiana Atheists. And now, here's your host, Noah Bush. What's up, all you non-believers, and welcome back to There Is No Godcast, the official podcast of Northern Indiana Atheists. I'm your host, Noah. Uh, Let's get right back into it. Today is going to be another show where we don't have a a whole lot to talk about outside of material I have already recorded. Um, The National Convention down there in Cincinnati was a treasure trove of material, and today we've got uh, sort of a part two for you guys. Last episode, we um, we aired Mr. Uh, Mr. Matt Dillahunty's interview that he was uh, gracious enough to do with me. Uh, today, we're going to have another co-host of the Atheist Experience, uh, which is the the show Mr. Dillahunty uh, hosts, um, Phil Sessions. So that's going to be awesome. I really, oh my gosh, you guys, I can't even tell you how much fun I had talking with Phil. He is uh, the nicest guy possibly in the world. If there was, you know, like a like a nicest person ever pageant. Phil would definitely be uh, up there in the running, you know, strutting around, showing his nice guy stuff. So he was he was fantastic to sit and chat with. Uh, I remember at the time that we were talking, I wasn't even sure how much time we would have. I don't remember what it was that I was uh, going to get to, but I had something else that I was going to get to. And I think Dan or Troy, one of them kind of worked it out that, that Phil would talk to me. And then we started chatting and... Uh, I, I'm actually having a really tough time editing the interview because we were chatting for like five minutes or so before we even officially started the interview. And I was listening to it and just kind of, you know, laughing and smiling because we were just, man, it was so much fun just hanging out, chatting with him. And then if, eventually I kind of caught myself and I was like, wait, wait, hold on. And I was like, I should probably do like an intro to the to the interview so we can actually start, you know, separating just him and I shooting the breeze from being on the air. But yeah, so that's I don't really have much else to say other than just just check it out, take a listen. Uh, Phil Session, host of the Atheist Experience. So we're gonna ha- this is basically like an Atheist Experience double experience. We had Mr. Dillahunty last week. We've got Mr. Session this week, and I really think you guys are gonna enjoy it. So without further ado, take a listen. Hey guys, we're back. I am sitting down with Phil Session, right? So there's, because there's two Phil's. We just had a whole kind of little thing about this. We were talking about That's one funny. Phil, and I was talking about another Phil. It was a little bit of a comedy of errors. But we've got Phil Session here, and you are um, a rotating host on the Atheist Experience. Am I getting that right? Yes. I How am. long have you been doing that? It's been, I guess it's been about almost three years now. It'll be probably three years this summer, if my memory serves. Wow. Because so, I did so. a quick, I'll, I'll admit, I did a quick Google of you while you were using the restroom before you came to do the show. And it says on your uh, on the website bio that you're the newest host. Yes. So, so the, clearly um, that the, these spots do not open up very often, right? No, not for the regular, not for the rotating co-host. That's sure. for sure. And so... You know, I was presented with that opportunity, and I've been asked about it several times beforehand, but I wasn't ready to necessarily, you know, put a face out there in such a public way. I was an atheist, identified as such, but I was not ready for that, I suppose. And after uh, Martin Wagner uh, stopped being a regular co-host, I was asked again to say, like, hey, you know, would you, you know, it's been some time since uh, they've asked. Matt is um, prompted to me, Russell also prompted to me as well and I was just like you know 
I'll try it out. Let's see how it goes. I'm not sure if I'll like it. If I don't, then I won't do it again. If so, then I'll keep on going. And I just really enjoyed myself. It was yeah. pretty awesome. What was your level of involvement like leading up to that? Like, how did it come about that they asked you to take on mm-hmm. that role? I mean, it would be such an honor, I can imagine, to be asked. Uh, like, what, <laughs> what, what precipitated that? I mean, I was involved with the crew, so I would be there screening calls, and I was starting to get more adept at the video production side, so actually controlling the cameras and the shots that you see, the changing, as well as the graphics that are at the bottom. Because you guys do audio and video broadcasting simultaneously. Right, right. right. And so I had been in the background for a while. I'd been coming for a while, going to the after-show dinner, so I was a regular appearance there but I wasn't involved in the volunteering side then I started to say okay well I want to start let me start screening calls let's get me get trained on this right and so started doing that and I started doing that repeatedly and just getting more involved and I think I started getting involved in other aspects for the atheist community of Austin such as the volunteer aspect I took over the community service side of things and started uh, doing projects along those lines and I guess it was just that involvement you know being involved with the ACA as much and so that's kind of one of the things that at least I was told that the current hosts look for when they're looking to for a replacement a permanent replacement not just a guest host but somebody that's actually going to be there in the main rotation yeah yeah so talk to me about some of that some of your um, volunteerism like what kind of projects were you involved in Oh, sure. It's, my goodness. There's oh, been... you guys can't see his face, but I can tell there's, I've just opened up a, a treasure trove. We well, may be here for a while, gang. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. But, uh... no, that's good, but this is the kind of stuff I want, I want people to hear, you know, because we're in the northern Indiana area, and I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of people. I talk about it on my show a lot. There's, there's this perception that people who are godless yes. are selfish people, that they're not kind people, that they, mm-hmm. you know, and like, I want... That wanna... they have no reason right. to go out into the community to make a difference on that. So, yeah, it's... Right. And you're putting a great face on atheism, man. Like, you're literally out there working hard and, like, and, and doing good for goodness sake, right? Yeah. So talk yeah. to me about some of your work. So... Let's see. It's it's quite a bit. It's it spans two cities, San Antonio and in Austin. So oh, is that all? It's <laughs> <laughs> all from South Bend. There's like 17 people in South That's Bend. Funny. But uh, yes, in San Antonio, I'm the volunteer coordinator for the Free Thinkers Association of Central Texas. Okay. Or all fact as well, which is a nice little moniker to have. Yeah, fact, nice little uh... down there in San Antonio, but. I started, you know, getting people involved. We were already building ramps. So this is with Texas Ramp Project where we build wheelchair accessible ramps to people that are low income and disabled in our local area, which is an an amazing project. And I brought that up to Austin with the Atheist Community of Austin as well. And we started building ramps as well because there was so much need out there from people that are low income that have become disabled or had a physical disability you know, because they got into an accident or, you know, whatever. There was or one... even veterans, you know. and all... Right. Yeah, there's, sure. there's a lot of disabled, especially in, in San Antonio. You know, it's called like the military city because there's sure. so many bases that are there. But we've done several ramps for several disabled veterans. And it's amazing once, you know, the ramp is done and they actually come out of the door and they're able to get down from their door to the street without any other assistance. There are some people that had to be carried out of their house because mm-hmm. their uh, physical disabilities did not allow them sure. to do that on their own. And so it's the pictures that you see that we post online when they allow us to take a picture because some people don't want their picture. Which is understandable. Take, of sure. course. Yeah. And, but it's just amazing to see them as they're going down, they either in a motorized chair or they're in their own personal wheelchair that they're pushing down or maybe in a walker getting down there and they can actually do it themselves. Sure. And, 
it's an amazing feeling. So um, that's down there in San Antonio. But I also get the people, in fact, involved at, at the food bank, which is one of your your big ones that, sure. that you do. So at Gotta the food eat. bank, of course, of course. And it's so we, it serves a huge area down there. That food bank uh, down in San Antonio, and including the one in Austin as well. But what else is out there? So we go to Haven for Hope, which is the San Antonio's. Essentially, it's their homeless rehabilitation and transformation center where they try to take people that are experiencing homelessness get them housing get them food get them education get them free doctor dentist optometrist all that stuff is inside of that program and they can basically work on themselves to be able to exit that program into an abode life so they actually graduate out of that dormitory there into section 8 homes uh, into um, reduced cost housing and they can live their lives in there so but they're there for years as they're working to build savings as they're getting job history and everything else mm. in that program and so we volunteer in the food kitchen there on site to help you know feed meals so we'll go there for lunchtime and we'll serve 400 some odd meals to the people that come through and these are all ages you know veter- veterans elderly folks all the way down to people who are infants that are coming through the lines because there are families here. There's so sure. many people that are there, and it's, it's so awesome. Uh, uh, I wish you guys could. Day. I wish you guys could see. <laughs> I mean, he's like beaming. Like you could just. Let me tell you something because I do know that there are some believers who listen to the show, and if you listen to a gentleman like Phil talk about the things that he does and hear the passion in his voice and the look on his face, to try and convince me or anybody that this is not as high a quality human being as is possible then we have a problem because I mean, like I'm sitting here talking to this guy and I want to go out and like build a ramp now. I mean, like it's <laughs> contagious. And for, for everyone listening, this is an Indiana kind of centric show. This gentleman's down in Texas, but these ideas do not have to be hypothetical, right? Like you can, no, this, this kind of stuff needs to be done everywhere. Um, and those are the kind of pro- service projects that really are help changing people's lives. Able bodied people take those kinds of things for granted, right? The ability right. to leave their homes or get into a building. I mean, that's just wonderful. Yeah. It's something that you definitely don't, think about and some of these homeowners they'd never thought about it because this is the house they've been in for the last 20 years yeah sure but then something happened where they had to get knee surgery or something along those lines and there was one case uh, in particular but he was getting a knee replacement Uh, his knee rejected it his body rejected that replacement Mm -hmm. so they take it out and they're supposed to try again that was supposed to be the plan and somehow within the scope of that there was an infection that set in in there and eventually it got to the point to where they actually had to amputate his leg into like his mid thigh type of region and so his understanding of what he was supposed to do was getting a knee replacement and being able to be able to walk just as normal as he'd done for years to increase his mobility right out of his house and now he's facing that he's going to have to be in a wheelchair and through no fault of his own it's just because you know an infection set in uh, during the process and sure. all of a sudden they had no infrastructure there to be able to accommodate someone with a wheelchair trying to get in and out of this house that was several feet right. off of the ground and so that was a special project we had already built a ramp in austin that month but we actually got a call from the executive director uh, contacted me to say hey this is going on we need a huge team to come out of here and so it was actually 
a group of mine from the atheist community of Austin, a set of our volunteers, and actually NVIDIA, the, one of the graphics card people that are local to that area. We came out with this huge team and built the largest ramp that I had ever seen, all the twists and turns that had to go because it has to comply with certain rules. Sure. So it was four feet or so off the ground, and we had to bring it out, turn and turn and turn it, and go all the way down this driveway. So it was almost 80-some-odd feet long by the time everything was done, and it was huge but this is something they didn't expect it's something they right. didn't prepare for they weren't ready for this and all of a sudden he had to be able to get in and out of his house or else they couldn't really discharge it from the hospital because he couldn't get in right. on his home uh, on his own and his significant other couldn't bear that burden of trying to get him up all of those stairs yeah, it, physically, it was, just, it, was yeah. it was not going to be able to work and so it was a huge case and we were so proud of that one it was just oh, a imagine. lot of things coming together for that project but one of the other big projects in Austin is one I'm like I love it to death I love it so much but it's called Austin Atheists Helping the Homeless there and I'm the coordinator of that group up there in Austin and we go out month after month the first Sunday of every month and we will hand out toiletries feminine hygiene products you know towels face towels flashlights food or whatever else to a huge population of folks that live in and near the downtown Austin area. This is in the heart of downtown. We're on 7th Street, right there in downtown Austin, under the I-35 bridge. Mm -hmm. We can easily, month after month, serve well over 200 people will come through that line because it's such a heavy population of individuals that are out there that need some assistance. And it's been amazing seeing the transition because we come out there with these, you know, atheists helping the homeless shirts and that, you know, that draws some attention from some people and years ago and some people wouldn't even come through the line because they were like, no, I don't, they didn't feel comfortable. Or there was one um, young lady who went through the line, but would kind of shout at us a little bit about, you know, different verses and Jesus loves you. So like that as she's going through the line, getting items, mind right. you, the entire yeah. time. But maybe that was just what she needed to do to make herself feel better about accepting our help. But now people expect us. They save a spot for us. Like they already know the lineup. They know where we're going to be. They know when we're going to be there. And so they're already getting there ready. So we have coffee and hot chocolate already at the ready. We have our clothes station set up. And so, boom, off they go to the races while we set up the main giveaway. All, all the water, dog food, cat food, sure. all that stuff on the other side. And it's been amazing to go from you know, being just tolerated out there by some individuals to being expected and loved and people coming up and giving hugs to say like, thank you so much for coming out here. And we do, we try to, we gave away thermal underwear during the winter season. We gave away hundreds of blankets, uh, for example, during that time. We gave, gave away regular underwear, which is one of the more underserved items sure. out there, just regular underwear. But we gave packs of three and five packs of underwear to the entire line that right. was there and people just lost their mind it was it was amazing and they communicate with us now to say like hey this is what we need so next month we're trying to do bus passes so i'm gonna order a collection of about 600 day passes from the local uh, metro there in austin to actually hand out those things several per person that comes through the line because transportation was another one of the large requests sure. that we have and we're in a position thanks to the atheist community of austin and thanks to all of the support that we receive from people around the world to be perfectly honest that we can actually do these larger type of scale things and it's amazing to have be in a privileged position to be able to do 
something like that and to have such an impact and the fact that we're atheists it's it makes it all the more pressing to do it now absolutely because we well, use the word right that like that a lot of times we are tolerated at best you yes. know and <laughs> when you're doing these kind things and not doing them with any expectation of repayment or anything to just say like just remember that we were atheists and we did this you know mm. like that you don't have to always assume that because someone's doing something nice that they have to be a Christian or they have to be anything, really, just right. good for goodness sake. And you guys are putting a great face on atheism and you're, you're doing wonderful things. You're changing minds and hearts, you know, because you have to imagine there's a lot of these people that if they were to be you know, the recipient of these kindnesses and they're going out into the world and then they were to hear someone say, oh, well, atheists are terrible people or dirty people. They're mm-hmm. going to say, no, 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 that's not true. You know, like there was this group of atheists that did, you know, this wonderful thing or that wonderful thing. Yeah, and that's probably the one of the best, I guess, side effects because that was never my intent to go out here and to say that, oh, yeah, we're atheists. But you know, it, it wasn't, my intent was to go out and to help in some small way because sure. my philosophy, especially when I, you know, moved out of religion and realized that I was indeed an atheist and actually learned that term because I actually didn't know that term for a while. Even though I wasn't a believer, I didn't identify because I didn't have the knowledge of that term. But it's not having a belief in the afterlife made me realize that we are only on this earth for a short time period. We are only we get 60, 70, 80 years if we're lucky on this planet to be able to live, to be able to hold others, to be able to interact with others, have an effect positive or negative on other people's lives. And likewise, the individuals that are out here at the giveaways are also on this planet for that same brief period of time. And this may not be a situation that they want to find themselves in and they're trying to get out. Um, People that want to, some people, you know, will stay uh, in there because they've just got got accustomed, but others are actively trying to get out and trying to take uh, advantage of the government programs. But it takes time. It takes yeah. years yeah. to move through that process, at least in the city of Austin. So I look at it, I always have looked at it as I want to have an effect in their lives. It's a small thing. It's a very small thing to get a toothbrush and some toothpaste or some feminine hygiene products or, you know, a couple bottles of water when it's super hot outside or sunscreen sure. something like that this is a small a small slice of their life but if this is the only life that i have if this is the only life that they are going to lead then i want to have as much impact as i can however small that may be in their lives and so when we go out there and we try to fulfill things like people you know there's some guy that needed work boots for his job that he was starting in that next month. And we were able to get some collections together and buy him a set of brand new steel-toed work boots sure. so that he can actually start that job because he could not start without them. Right, and that could change the, the entire course of the rest of his life, you right. know, to have, to, right. have, to get that. And, you know, or like the bus passes. That's the difference between getting to a job interview and not getting to a job interview, right. you know, or things like that. It's, it's just those small things that you don't even consider, things that you wouldn't even think about. Flashlights that we incorporated last month were a, a huge hit for people that needed to be able to see a little bit or lived in a darker part of town to where it was very difficult to see at night and that was an invaluable thing but that was brought on by a suggestion by people in the community these friends and neighbors that were serving in our community and it's like yeah we can do that like let's let's find the best way to get this done and we're going to bring it to you you know where to find us we'll be here that next month for a sunday 
boom, let's do this. Sure. And I've been tremendously proud of all the volunteers that have come out. You know, when I started and took over the group, it was just, it was a set of three of us and we had a table and we would fill it with a little bit of things. Most I would go to Sam's and buy bananas or oranges and stuff like that and try to put something, even on this table that we're sitting in right here, it was smaller than this. Right. And now on average, we're using anywhere between 15 and 20 tables at a wow. giveaway. Our volunteers range from 20 to 40 people for just for our volunteer side to actually run it because we have so much going on. We need so much help running the different stations, the hot chocolate and Kool-Aid on one side, the clothing aisle on one side, the main aisle, which is this huge behemoth uh, of a line that we have roped off with traffic stanchions just to uh, more formally control the flow of traffic because it's so long sure. of a space. And it's just been incredible to see what people can do when they come out and put their hearts and minds to it. And no religion required. We're out there and people seem to really love us and expect us to show up. It is it is an expectation that will be there. And it's wonderful to go, as I mentioned before, from being tolerated to being respected, liked, and uh, really... Uh, people that look forward to your presence yeah. being there, yeah. looking forward to what you bring to the table and the help that you can give and come out with a smile. And it's just, it makes my day. And it's been one of my, uh, one of my best projects, I suppose, when I look at all the different things that I've done in the different cities and the volunteer community service stuff that I coordinate, that's probably one of my largest things that I get one, some of the most serious gratification from is that project there. Sure. Now, see, and I have a lot of respect, not only for the work that you're doing, but in the humility of saying, no, it's not that important that we have to make sure they know we're atheists. But, like, to me, like, I do think that there is value in that and that there is importance in that because, like you said, you had three people at the beginning and now you've got, like, table upon table of volunteers. And Mm. those might be people who otherwise, if they didn't realize that you were an atheist group, would think, well, if I want to volunteer, I probably should go find my local church. You know, like, that a lot of people who think that that's the only avenue by which to engage in charity or to engage in kindness. And it's, it is important for people to recognize, I don't believe in God, but I have kindness in my heart. What, what should I do with that kindness? You know, mm-hmm. organizations like yours, the work that you're doing. I mean, not to put too fine a point on it, but God, <laughs> God bless you. I mean, you know, it's, it's wonderful what you guys are doing. And um, I'm trying, you know, in, in my own little localized way to try and kind of spread those messages. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for taking the time to come and talk to me today. Yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, it's one of the things, I, sorry, I don't, don't want to hold you up. No, I'm, I'm in on it. I feel bad taking up your time. You, you, you know, I stole you away from your table. From the exhibit table. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's one of the uh, talks. I'm going to be talking at the Black Nonbelievers, the, uh, the sea cruise that will be happening, I believe it's in October of uh, this year. So um, Black Nonbelievers is a wonderful organization that's all around the U.S. And, and they have a table, right? Did they I do. They, they do have, have a table. Yeah. yeah. Mandisa Thomas is out there working that table, sure. uh, who's the president of Black Nonbelievers. But that'll be my actual first uh, speaking role. Usually I do a podcast type of thing with right. the Atheist Experience, and I do video production for Godless Bitches, another one of the ACH productions. But that'll be my first speaking role. And the topic, of course, as you, as you might assume is community service and the focus of that speech is for the atheist community those that identify as non-believers however you want to identify yourself that we have perceptions people have perceptions about what atheists are what atheists believe right how they behave how they act everything and a lot of those misconceptions stem from ignorance from not 
being exposed to individuals that like they're not exposed to anything different they hear it from tv they hear it from their own church type of things i know i definitely heard it in some of my upbringings it was never referred to as atheist but it was always people who reject the word of god and it would be godless or yeah it was always frowned upon looked down upon as if these people are lost souls you know they need to be saved they're they are they are less than you know these saved people that were, were in this sanctuary of saved individuals and these individuals who reject the word you know they're not on the same level right and so to in to battle that community service there's a lot of avenues to go about it but i think community service is one of the most effective ways to get out there because you're helping individuals who need help in the first place. That's the the number one Has goal value right, unto itself. right there right. From, from the get-go. You're helping people in the small time that you have on this planet. You're helping others who also have only a short time on this planet to help their lives be a little bit better. And the small, whatever impact that you can do for them, that's worth something. But it also helps to change those minds that atheists you know, no, are no help to anyone. They don't go out after a hurricane happens right. uh, to help. But yet with... And found- we do. Right, we go. Right. With Foundation Beyond Belief, I went out with their humanist disaster recovery team down to Denham Springs, Louisiana. And me and Russell went down there to help rebuild people that were... Uh, whose homes got destroyed and had to be completely right. torn down and rebuilt from the ground up. I was laying floor, floor tile for the first time in my life. Right. Going out there and here we were, this huge a bunch of atheists of non-believers that were out there and there was no animosity towards us for being there because of course there were lots of other people some of whom were religious but there was no oh what are these atheists doing here it was we need we need hands we need to get them out here and you know do some work we have to put this drywall up we got to demo this wall you know your beliefs went out the window and it helped to and my i really hope that it helped to change people's perceptions about what who atheists are what we believe and that atheists are people that can care about our community can have that impact in the community and that community service is being visible in your community right as a non-believer if it's safe for you to do so when you go out to do the food bank or something like that if you're wearing an atheist shirt it may draw some stares you know a few whispers like oh my goodness what what's going on you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it may draw that what are they but, up to <laughs> <laughs> but you know but, but you're but right it still though. changes things because and that's perceptions at the societal level don't change overnight they change generationally right sure. and generations are made up of years years are made up of months months are made up of days and days you know like you have to you have to fill each minute each hour with mm-hmm. with this type of pushing back against these negative perceptions Right. You, know, you have to be doing it. And, you, man, you are relentless. You're like, it's relentless positivity. <laughs> and I, I love you know, that there, there has to be this idea that it has to be one or the other, believer or non-believer. Like, dude, we can work together. Yeah. You know, we all agree that good is good. Like, we don't have to agree on the reasons why. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you believe it's because it's God's will. Maybe I believe it's because we evolved to be a, uh, a social species that benefits by helping one another. Right. If, and as that long helping all, people is worth it. Exactly. And as long as we itself. all agree that helping people is a good thing then let's just start, let's just, let's leave it there. Like, if we all want to help, let's help. Mm-hmm. You know, we all can have our own reasons for doing that. But sure. Let's, let's do good in the world and leave all the hate and animosity at the door. Yeah, so it's it's definitely been, I never expected to be in this platform, to be as such in the public eye, I suppose, sure. when it comes to Well, yeah, now you're on There Is No Godcast. You hit, the big, you hit the big time. Whoa, there, like, it's just, gotta, gotta get a, your you're card getting, or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. goodness. But, uh, but it's, it's definitely something that I love and I love the fact that other 
atheists out there are getting more involved in their own communities. And as far as the San Antonio and Austin communities, I like being that force that say, like, I will plan this event. Like, let's do something different. And so, like, you know, just last week we went out and to paint graffiti for the first time. And it was several of us atheists out there. And we told people who we were, you know, it was, we were fact, the Free Thinkers Association of Central Texas. And we're out there just schlepping along, painting the sides of these this huge drainage canal with people from all walks of life. There was a church group there. There were several uh, different religious groups there. And there were some just individuals that were around sure. on that side. But we were all working together for the common good because we all recognized that this is a problem that's not going to be solved unless we do something about it, you know, regardless of your religious stripes, when you're talking about helping those who are experiencing homelessness, or you're talking about people that need help getting out of their homes and to be able to reclaim their independence in their lives and their dignity of being able to just get out of the house on their own, we all should be able to recognize that the problem is not going to fix itself. It's going to take human hands to solve these problems that we recognize around us. Right. And so us working together is the only way that we're going to make an impact on that side. And so, damn it, <laughs> jump out there. <laughs> and I, try, I try and I try my best. I, I get myself into trouble sometimes, but I try not to take too many shots. But like to your point, it takes work, not thoughts and prayers, right? Like you need to actually get out there and build a ramp. You can't pray a ramp into existence. Like right. that doesn't tend to happen. Like, I mean, thoughts and prayers, like it's, if you want to start there, then fine. But as long as that gets you to the eventual point of, okay, so now what do we need to do? Sure. If that's a, if that's a motivational point, for, yeah, to right. start with. If that's but. what you need to get started, then do what you need to do to get started. As long as you end with the point of now, what action do we need to take? Right. And like using the knowledge around us, you know, gathering evidence all that all those lovely you guys he's, 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 I, I can talk to you all day he's just so excited and i'm, I'm like getting all pumped like, up just talking to you but yeah it's it's an awesome thing but i love doing it and that's that's i mean even for we're gonna have the service project this sunday sure and the plane uh that i bought i made sure that i could do the entire service project that's going to take place on sunday because all the other uh trips would have had i would have had to cut it off in order to get back to catch the uh, plane so i specifically chose my flight so that i can do that project That's at the wonderful. end because I'm I loved it. I had to cut it off last year me and Tracy Harris were in Oklahoma and we were uh, I was out there doing the project but we had to go because we, we were driving back to Austin I had to I was dropping her off and so it was like we had to get back in a reasonable time and so I got I had to leave about an hour and a half into the session so now I'm just like it's not happening I want the whole thing we're doing this it's just it's amazing to see so many people coming together and last year we were packing like macaroni packages stuff like that for those that are experiencing homelessness or were low income and so i'm very excited for that project this year and so i'm just Sure. I'm pumped. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell at all. So, I mean, obviously, like Texas is Texas, Indiana is Indiana, guys. Yes. And if you're listening to this, you're more than likely in the Indiana area. Um, but just know that this is what Northern Indiana Atheist is doing. You know, like Phil is here and he is sharing with us his passion and his experiences down in Texas, and they are doing they are doing good work down there. But if you are hearing all of this and you're identifying with it, please check out Northern Indiana Atheist. Check out our website. Check out our calendar of events. We're doing a lot of these same types of things. And frankly, That's I'm going to awesome. steal some of these ideas because this, these are some <laughs> well, great please ideas. Please do. Yeah, please like, do like you know uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery and all that stuff uh phil thanks again so much any any parting words uh no i i will kind of just echo what you just said there Noah. it's 
it's definitely not doesn't have to be just a texas thing these things are happening in texas for sure but when it comes to you know going out once a month to go to where you know there's a collection of those that are experiencing homelessness in your neck of the woods to say you know hey you can help out with you know tooth uh, toothbrush toothpaste stuff like that if you have a collection of people that are willing to do that you know, pulling your resources together to say, okay, I'm going to buy a set of 45 bottles of water and it'll run about 3.30 here. You know, 144 toothbrushes you can get on Amazon for about nine bucks, for sure, example. Sure, yeah. Like, you know, getting your resources together. And if you ever have ideas like that, I can, I, you can always contact me at austinahh.org or just atheist.help also work sure. as well, atheist.help. And I can give, we can give you lists of all the resources that we've accumulated because we've had to do so much research to find what was the best way to serve people and the most, you know, efficiently as possible, but also serving them well. Right. And so that it takes a lot of work. But yeah, your local food banks are around, you know, contact your city to see if they have any programs that you can get involved in. Like the graffiti program, that was just something that the city put on, the city of San Antonio in that case. And I was like, yeah, that yeah. sounds cool. Let's do it. And the kids can get involved in those things. And so it's it's definitely something to look into see what's needed in your local area you're the best resource for what's needed in that local area because you're in that area sure. you should hopefully have the best feel of what's needed there and if you don't reach out to reach some out of to those NIA, organizations. guys like this is what we're here for and man oh man if you could listen to this and not get motivated to help i don't know what more <laughs> i can say or do to help you um check phil out on the atheist experience um check out yeah I, I, i'm like i'm stumbling over my words because i'm just so excited this has been fantastic <laughs> thanks so much again for taking the time sure sure no problem thank really you so much for having having me out this awesome dude guys come on i mean if you don't get pumped up listening to that I, you know i mean i already did all of my you know pimping and hawking to kind of towards the end of the interview there with phil uh but i kind of listened back to it obviously as i'm recording the intro and outro for this show and i'm just like oh god he's so awesome so you know take his advice you know take my advice take you know if you're listening to this wherever you are, whether you're in Texas, whether you're in South Bend, whether you're in Alaska, you know, or anywhere in between, get out there and do something. Uh, just listening back to that interview kind of gets me all pumped up all over again. So I hope that it had that same effect on you. I hope that you found some value uh, in what Phil had to say and all of the great work that he is doing down there in his area. I hope that it uh, gives you at least some form of inspiration to get out there and do something in your area, regardless of where your area might be. And that's really all I've got for you guys on today's show. A uh, reminder that the bonfire campaign is back up and running again. We had a couple of people order shirts. Um, so, and I think that's just kind of how it works now is that um, really anytime somebody orders something that kicks off a new round of, of shipping opportunities for you guys to, to get your merch, uh, your, there is no Godcast merch. I'm actually like, like always when I'm recording this show, I'm wearing my, there is no Godcast hoodie, which is a super comfortable hoodie. Uh, and I love my premium t-shirt as well. It's so soft and oh my gosh, I just want to snuggle up in bed with it now. So go check out the, the bonfire, the links, for that will be, you know, it'll be in the show notes. It'll be on the Facebook page. Maybe I'll tweet it out again. I haven't tweeted it in a while, if that happens to be your uh, social media modus operandi. So, yeah, uh, don't forget to check us out on um, Northern Indiana Atheist on the Facebook page, northernindianaatheist.com. Please, 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 if you haven't already, check out the Atheist Experience. Uh, Matt Dillahunty, Phil Session, both wonderful, classy, insightful gentlemen who were kind enough to share some of their time with me at the convention. 
Dude, you know, you are missing out. I actually had someone who's a, who's a friend of mine after the Dillahunty episode aired who did go check out his um, his rant, his, his particular video that he and I discussed um, in the interview, and he was just like, he was blown away by it. I, I can't tell you how blown away I was by it. I'm sure you would feel that way as well. So check out The Atheist Experience. Check out Matt Dillahunty and Phil Session and all of the great um, work that they are doing for atheist advocacy and yeah, that's about all I've got for you guys today. So um, rate and review the show, you know, yada, yada, yada. And we'll be back next time. We're going to do one more show, I think, uh, with, well, I'm sure at least one more show, but I, I believe that'll wrap up the convention material. I've got a few other interviews that were um, a bit on the shorter side, so it's going to be kind of an anthology uh, two weeks from today. Uh, tune back in to check those out. We've got some really cool interviews coming, uh, shorter but sweeter kind of thing. Uh, yeah, so... I can't wait to share them with you guys. Um, That's all I got. We will see you guys next time. And in the meantime, don't stop not believing. Oh my god, you guys! Ten episodes! We did it! Just saying.